Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Scorch Camel, and this is the first episode of the Nosh Posh. I am so glad to have a wonderful guest who's been my best friend for years, Trinidad. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bud. Hi, I'm Trinidad Carmona, and this is the Nash Pash. All right, so... So, Burning Camel. <laughs> Scorch Camel. Scorch Camel. Scorch Camel. Scorch Camel. That sounds like a drink. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a really good drink, a scorched camel. I'm going to a bar and order that next time. You know, you're a bartender, sort of, underneath your belt, you know what I mean? Kind of. I mean, you I was a, a bar back for a day. Yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? So you could definitely, <laughs> bro, if you want to make me a drink, dude, that'd be awesome, bro. That, oh, hey, that'd be hella cool. I make a mean, and I mean a mean white Russian. Okay. The secret is you just pour a shit ton of vodka in that, right? <laughs> Kahlua's just for flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, awesome. yeah. What so, are we going to start talking about? Oh, How uh, do we start this? Oh, we already know. Episode one. It was, it was one. all about masculinity. Remember, we were talking right. about that for the Episode beginning. Episode one. Masculinity and pegging. And pegging. Yeah, exactly. Masculinity you know? and pegging. <laughs> so I mean, what, I was, what I was doing when I had a little tester episode with this guy named Christian that I work at in uh, at Home Depot in Lumber and oh, stuff cheers, like that. Oh, cheers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Cheers, bud. And for you guys listening, and if you got a drink or you smoking something or whatever, cheers to you guys too. Um, cheers to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so refreshing. Um, now the best part is whenever you talk to certain people about you know sexuality or masculinity or anything like that, you know you sort of notice that there's like lots of different kind of like modalities, I guess you could say, when it comes to it. Modalities. Like some people, yeah, some people are like, oh, I just fuck for procreation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's like the religious type and stuff like that. Then there are some people who are like bitch i'm a pimp you know what i mean and, then, and they're like they're there's like the people who just like to fuck yeah promiscuity it's promiscuity and there are people who are like you know like i like i actually like the word slut you know what i mean like yeah. i like the way we're so like pro slut nowadays yeah actually because like i like i was i was telling somebody i was like i was like uh i was like bro there's only two things that i have a problem like i will be a slut shamer but only for the wrong type of reason you know what i mean like yeah if you're single and you want to fuck a million people i have no problem with that that's cool it's when you're in a relationship and you cheat it's yeah exactly when you're a home wrecker <laughs> or you're a pit boy get over i understand here. that um so yeah so when that happens you know um it's really it's really just like that's the bad part about it you know I, what i mean i understand that see i i don't i don't think i really use the word slut. i use whore but like never in the term whore <laughs> you know I, i'll use it like as a joke half mm-hmm. the time out of endearment it's like oh you fucking whore you know, it's just all love. But uh, realistically, it's like you you can have sex with whoever you want. No, okay, that's a lie. There, there, there's many nuances. So <laughs> sex is a nuance in itself. You can't have sex with everyone you want. That is that is the fact. But you can have as much sex as you want. Mm. That that is totally on you. Just make sure it's consensual. Make sure it's safe. Yeah. I think because like STDs are a rampant problem, and like I, I don't think a lot of people who have a lot of sex think about that, because they're uh, people who tend to have a lot of sex are the same people. It's like oh, I only go raw, and it's like that's how you get STDs, my friend. Like, mm. gotta gotta wrap your willy in something, you know. I'm if stupid. not in a condom, at least a ram wrap or something. <laughs> I'm stupid. I don't. I really don't. You gotta I'm you gotta stupid. start wrapping your penis, dude. <laughs> I know. I know uh, Steve's wife always is just like, no glove, no love, Ricky. Come no on, love. Now. No love. You should know that. <laughs> oh, bro. And, you know, I, I remember I was telling you about that story a little bit earlier, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like, I, I told her, bro, I was like, no, I can't. I'm smarter than that. You know what I mean? I know because I, but, like, also, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I like that connection even more. Like, it's almost like, 
I'm definitely an adrenaline junkie, like especially with all the drugs that I've done and like skydiving and like just me on a regular basis, like living in the neighborhood I do where I'm just hella okay with it. <laughs> Everybody's like, man, it's a dangerous neighborhood. I'm like, that's why I love it, you know, and Ooh. stuff like that. It's like, mm, I love going out barefoot and almost stepping on needles. <laughs> yeah. And then like being Something in the Marine Corps it. and stuff and like you're holding onto a <laughs> rifle every day, you know, and everything. You know, like I'm definitely an adrenaline junkie, and like that's an issue I have is like the adrenaline that comes the, off the of it. adrenaline yeah. of wearing no condoms. Because that, that, that like, is that feeds me though. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, but it's like that's 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 a game you don't want to play because you'll live. <laughs> and somebody else might end up gaining a life too. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> that that's the worst part. You'll live with skydiving. Worst that can happen, you won't. I mean, no, no, no. Oh, you will. No, the worst that can happen. Is she turned out. She turned out. We had this conversation at this at this exact same bench, actually. You and I were talking about how the worst thing that could happen is you just being miraculously hurt, like super bad, but live. And but live. You remember exactly. that? Exactly. No. And with STDs, you're guaranteed to live. There's no STD that will immediately kill you, and that's the scary part, because now you gotta live with it, right? Mm-hmm. And like. There's an entire stigma of having an STD. Like, don't get me wrong. There's there's nothing wrong with having an STD. Sometimes you fuck up. You can't control life. But, like, if you got one and you got partners, you better be fucking telling your partner. Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, if you just wrap your willy, one, you, you can live your whole life, you know, with knowing that there's a less likely chance that you are, you have the infected penis and or, or infecting the other way. others. Or, or, or the infected vagina. vagina. A, vi- a vagina is just a it's just it's just a non phallic penis. I say. <laughs> Women got be... their masculinity too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that brings us back to episode one: masculinity <laughs> and pegging. Are we gonna make a five minute fifty second intro? <laughs> Hell yeah! No, it always goes full circle. So like, yeah, uh, a lot of things that I was talking about for um, another episode that I had that I'm gonna release after this one is Ooh. the. Uh, because remember, I promised you you're going to be the first episode no matter what, off top. So I always keep my promise. Scorch Camel is a man, man of his Man word. keeps his, con- yeah. his promises. I, I fucking keep my promise. Scorch Camel. I, well, there's a will, there's a way, and I don't know Will, but I know Ricky, and he's going to do it. You know what I mean? All right. Since you have a call sign, can I get a call sign? What's your, what's your call sign going to be? I don't fucking know. Tequila Sunrise. That, that sounds great. I love that. I like morning drinks. <laughs> What's the, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm mucho gringo, so I don't know exactly, but there's like a, there's like a thing you do in Mexico where you like, you get the raw milk from the cow and then you fucking pour a shot of tequila in there. What the it, fuck? And I think they put it, they like crack like a raw egg in there too, I think. I, I don't know. I, I've never heard, heard of that. that? I, I am oh, apparently man. mucho gringo too, so I've <laughs> never heard of that. Holy um, shit. Yeah, no, I like, my friend Avery actually told me about that. And, uh, yeah, no, I was, I was thinking about that. Like, bro, like. Whole milk. I think, I think that's a tequila sunrise in all honesty. I think that right Whole there. Whole milk, tequila, and egg. I was thinking of shot it. See, all right. I, I'm weird with my mixed drinks, mm-hmm. but my, my favorite shot to take is, right, so you, you just get a shot of tequila, and you pour your favorite hot sauce in there. Oh, like a prairie oyster. Kind of. Okay. Except no egg yeah, and no all that. Egg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you just you just down that bitch, and you, you get all the tequila, and then you get, like, this nice rush of hot sauce. I used to call them uh, Liquid Valor. <laughs> liquid Valor. Yeah, no, it's because the first time I ever asked anyone out, I had, like, four of those, and I'm like, this is, this is to get myself brave. It didn't make me any braver. I still asked them out, but uh, it, it did not make me any braver. Just much more drunk. <laughs> well, I, I I think it was the most like endearing thing though. Cause, like after after I asked them and they said yes, I did like a dance. Cause I was just so drunk. I was like, yeah, ooh, you know. And looking back now, I'm like, 
fuck, man, my significant other must have just been like this weird-ass motherfucker. I just said yes to going on a date with them, and this fucker's just dancing at the fucking gas station. Hey, bro, I'm not, gonna, shit. I'm not gonna lie. If, if they don't appreciate you being like, I need to ask this person out, I'm gonna grab a couple drinks, I'm still gonna ask this person out. Now that I did it, I'm so happy with myself. I have a fucking dance. dance of joy. If they don't, dance. if they don't appreciate that, they don't deserve you. Oh, they don't. We broke up. You're a tequila motherfucking sunrise. <laughs> you deserve tequila every motherfucking sunrise. I deserve love. You deserve love. I exactly. deserve love. That's a good thing about. <laughs> that's a good thing about what happened on Saturday, bro. It's like I really figured that out too, and like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like a lot of women, like, man, like I've I talked to a lot of women. You know me. They're hey, not. All right, no, no. When you say you talk to a lot of women. It, that implies that you try to, to talk to a lot of women and try to gain something. You just happen to talk to a lot of women. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no. Not, not, it's not, not like you're yeah. trying to do anything with these women. You just hang out with a lot of women. Right, yeah. That's a, that's a good way to preface it, yeah. Because if, if you say I talk to a lot of women, a lot of people are going to like associate that with the idea. It's like, oh, this man's a player. But in all honesty, it's like, no. Yeah, not at all, no. yeah. Women just like find you really attractive and you become a fuck toy. <laughs> <laughs> right or I mean no because I haven't even had that many partners I think like seven is like the most I've had like sexually oh, that's not and that's, bad and I really I really haven't that's that a lot much. more than me well I mean but, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't man whore though because if you would think like oh like people I bet you people are probably just like that guy's fucking number is probably in like the 30s or whatever if I had sex with 33 women man I don't even know I, you know I don't even know man like right now at this point I'm like 24 that's a lot of fucking women that's I don't like oh man let me had sex with a thousand really yeah that's pretty fucking cool hell yeah, yeah. I mean let me was to anyone out there right now who knows let me kill meister or kill mister kill him jer i can never pro- I, I just can't pronounce his last name mm, gene simmons too gene simons simon yeah thousands of women dog yeah no but uh let me pass away but uh mm-hmm. yeah in his lifetime it's reported that he slept with over a thousand women he's just a very charismatic man i mean if i if i definitely had my own place my own my own car my own like means of just like free time because I don't because working a nine to five means you have no free time. Yeah, you're just one step away from poverty. It sucks, oh, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? And uh, if I have, if I have all my own means and stuff like that, like 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 a famous ass rock star. Oh yeah, of course, one hundred percent. Because women can. I don't, I don't I mean, even think I, I. If I was a famous rock star, I still don't think my body count would be that high. I'm kind of picky. I'm not gonna lie, like not even physically picky. It's just like. I don't know. I'm 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 stupid. I think. Especially when women come at me, because it's like, it's, it's, I love it. I, I love the fact that, for some reason, women have come at me more than I've ever had to come on them women. Mm-hmm. But, uh. Mm-hmm. I completely feel you. <laughs> um, it either goes two ways. Either, either one, I, I'm immediately in love with you. <laughs> or two, I'm just like, get the fuck away from me. You don't even know me. What the fuck am I to you? Dude, I, I was saying that, Like, dude. I don't... I don't like... I like spontaneous. I like quick, but I like actual emotion there. Mm-hmm. I can't do one-night stands. I don't... You know, I That's was, just a personal one. I got nothing against anyone who can. It's just a personal one. I can't. I, I like... You know, Unless they're with myself, then I have the one-night stands at least once a night. Yes, and people can't forget about that. You can do a one-night stand with yourself. I does, mean... Does for, masturbation count as sex? Yes. Oh, uh, then my then my fucking uh, my body count may not be huge, but the amount of times I've had sex, millions, guaranteed. <laughs> Ever since I was fucking thirteen, and I figured out that my penis felt good every now and then, you know. Oh, uh, I lost my virginity when I was four, and like yeah, I'm not being one hundred percent honest with you. 
Like, uh, and like, yeah, it's kind of been like weird for me to like. I'm sorry, I'm in shock. Like, <laughs> I know I say this is... so normally, and like people are always in shock. But like, it's just, it's I don't know, it's just how my my life's been crazy. You know what I mean? So like, that's like one of the least I... like crazy things about me. You know? I have many a question. I don't know if they're okay on podcasts. Like, are you okay, Ricky? Mm-hmm. It was it was mutual. It was good. How was it mutual? You were she was she was five. I was four. Okay. You know. Okay. It was something that we both, you know, agreed to and consented to and everything like I, that. And okay. I was just, I guess I was just ahead of the curve. I know I do. Now I feel, now I feel kind of funny. Cause it's like, uh, you're like, you're like, man, you know, how am I going to pause? It. <laughs> Does it not pause? No. Why? You keep on going. Why? What's up? Nah, I just like, is this something we should be talking about on a podcast? Like I don't well, know. No, d- dude, this is the thing about the podcast, you know, and especially for the viewers and stuff like that. Like I want to, I want to say this message and preface it first. You shouldn't ever censor yourself. Censorship is a form of, you know, fear of what you're actually talking about and everything like that. And, like, thank you, Trinidad, for bringing that up. No, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah, I... audience and, and Trinidad, if you guys feel like you need to censor yourself about anything, mm. you should start bossing up on things like this, like a podcast and <laughs> stuff, bro. Because you should never have to censor yourself. Right. We, we, as people, in all honesty, you should be able to talk about whatever the fuck you talk about. We live in a society right now. I keep on seeing memes about it. And, like, yeah, we use humor as a way to get over things. But they say pedosexual is okay now. We live in a crazy-ass fucking time now. Now, I'm not going to say my opinion on that because, you know, like I said, well, I guess my opinion on it is this. It kind of sucks to think about the fact that when you grow up, right, the age of the people that you're attracted to stay the same, but you keep on getting older. That's a fucked-up kind of fucking thing to have to oh, deal definitely. with. definitely. I think there needs to be a lot of psychological help for it. At the same time, it is a non-condonable, like, action. And the average, the average time that humans lived past the age of, like, 25 is still minuscule to this day as a society. The average person in Earth, like, sure, they say, like, our average, you know, death rate or... No. A lot of people don't make it past 25. They don't. And to think, about half of that life that you're there is 12. A lot of times, as in human society, we've been having sex at the age of 12 a lot to propagate. That's when people are most fertile. That's when we have all that stuff. We have all... You know, and things are changing. Puberty is almost... And it's weird to think about. So me as, like, four and her at five, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that is, like, really, really soon, and that's a thing. That's just some, like, crazy young... But that stuff... That stuff happens, though. I know. know I know. I'm just like, are you okay? Because when you... Okay. When you said you you lost your virginity at four, immediately that sounds like a dark joke. Secondly, the moment... It's not a dark joke anymore. It's like, oh, man, are you okay? Were you molested? Yeah, no. Yeah, and I wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which I, I appreciate. See, that's why I well, love you, I mean, Trinidad. You're fucking, I just wanted you know, to make yeah. sure it's like, if we had to, if we had to cancel the podcast and just have like a legitimate therapy session, <laughs> I am okay with that. No, this is I a therapy session. I love you, session. Ricky. Yeah, and this, I want everyone to know that. Yeah, this that is a just, therapy session. That just threw me for a curveball, and now I got a curveball. I lost my virginity at 21. Mm-hmm. That's just it. I, I lost my virginity at 20. I was very, very drunk. And I didn't want it to happen, <laughs> but it, it did. Mm-hmm. Since since we're being open, you wait. Know? Why didn't Why didn't you want it to happen though? So I knew it was gonna happen at some point, and it it was it was a it was a very confusing thing. She wanted a relationship. I didn't. Right. That was the first confusing thing. Mm. Did you Did you express that to her? Yes. Okay. Very 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 so much, and that that became a whole issue after the fact. But at at, at some point. She wanted to hang out. I'm like, sure. She bought she bought beer. I <laughs> this is very me. I drank all of the beer she bought, like every single bottle of Blue Moon that she bought. So I remember we got a six pack, and then I finished the six pack. I'm like, all right, what now? And she's like, do you want to keep drinking? And I'm like, are you gonna actually drink this time? And she's like, sure. And she didn't drink, she and did. I I just had twelve 
12 fucking uh, blue moons. I fucking hate blue moon to this day, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Can I say this just real quick? Yeah. I'm going to let you continue. Bro, you're so attractive to that woman that it reversed roles. She bought you drinks, dog. That's some pimp shit. I don't care what anybody said. That's some pimp shit. Hell yeah, dude. It's just kind of crazy. But uh, <laughs> Keep on going, yeah. Uh, at some point, I, I came to the realization that, like, because we're the whole time she, she wanted to talk about, like, oh, how come you don't want to be with me, this and that? And, like, at that point, that's when I realized, like, yeah, I just don't want to be with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't love you like that. Like, you're a cool person, but I, I don't have any sort of, like, into, like, I, I had no, no, God, what's a good word for it? Not compassion, but, like... Empathy for them? No, no, not even empathy. Just, like, real connection, I guess. Okay, yeah. Like, they didn't interest me at all. Mm-hmm. But, uh, at one point, she's like, yeah, let's go inside and watch TV. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you know, I'm drunk off my ass and it's cold out. <laughs> We're in her room and she takes her shirt off and one thing leads to another. And after the fact, I completely regretted it. And then I felt so bad. She was trying to cuddle with me. And I'm just staring. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> like, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then the next day, she started berating me with messages about, like, you took advantage of me and this and that. I mean, it, was a, it, was a, yeah, it was a shitty situation. Whoa. Yeah, it was a shitty situation. Oh, that's not, that's not fair. Apparently, I took emotional advantage of her because she wanted a relationship. And apparently, all I wanted was sex. And it's like, no. You got me that drunk, isn't... and then you fucked me, and then you wanted to cuddle with me, and I wasn't really okay with it, and I wasn't okay with the whole thing, and then now you tell me that I did the wrong? No, yeah, no, no. Was... That's not fair. That's not fair to you. You're, I, you're not I wrong. never said it was fair. Yeah. It's just what happened, you know? And maybe maybe that's why I can't whore myself out now. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so here's what I would say about that some, situation. Some trauma. Yeah. This is what nah, I dude, about... the real trauma happened, like, a fucking week after when she, like, called me crying and... I showed up and she's like, oh, I might have an STD. Get yourself checked. That's when the real trauma happened. You ever have to go through the process of getting checked if you have an STD? Not fun. I'm clean. Thank heavens. But uh, the the traumatic experience is always in my head now. Not whenever I'm into a chick and I'm like, oh, man, I want to get intimate with her. I'm like, but what if she's dirty? What if she gives me the hurt? No, that'll never... Don't say that will never happen. That can't happen. No, no, no. What I was gonna say is like this: like, don't ever, don't ever fear any man. Marine Corps told me taught me that. I fear no man. The reason why, and I'll be, I'll be more honest with you, right? Like, obviously, I have fear in my heart, right? Everybody does. And this goes good with the masculinity and pegging thing, dog. Masculinity. <laughs> this is, and it goes full circle. And this is one step about masculinity that I think every man needs to know. And I hope that I'm saying it correctly because I really do ultimately feel this way. When I learned in the Marine Corps, the definition of courage is acting while you're afraid. It's taking that step. Everybody's afraid. Yeah. But taking that step past that and we everything. We apologize, viewers. We are in a local park. Yeah, we're in a local park, and uh, some guy just had a fucking air horn for a, for a horn for his car that he wanted to show off. Anyway, so if you think about this as a man, right, especially as masculine energy goes, I was uh, Lauren Sutton. I've been learning about him through hashtag Taoism on Instagram. Right. One of, the, pod, one of the, uh, the pages I like on Instagram. The female energy loves to bow down to the masculine energy and the masculine energy is waiting for the time to bow, to have the female energy bow down to it. You take that as a man of saying, hey, I know what I am. Yeah. I'm a fucking machine. That's what you have to be. You know what I mean? I am a fucking machine. We are all machines. And for, and for females... 
right? A lot of yeah. the times, I don't know necessarily. I'm not a female. You know what I mean? Like I said, I do have conversations with females. I was raised by females. See, you know, stuff like, like that. That thing right there with men, to act on the courage and to have any fear inside your heart is not good because there are other people like like females who are waiting to bow down to you and their energy for you to take over to help them in that situation. I mean, see, I just don't like that idea that, like, the masculine energy and the feminine energies have, like, their own, like, place. That's a personal one. Because I, I am huge on women who are masculine, I guess. Because I like a woman who doesn't bow down. I said mas- I like a girl who has some sort of fucking, like, self-worth and power. If you I through- don't like the whole, like... Let me bow down, be subservience. Like no, I no 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 uh, nothing nothing on subservience. So yeah. like that's that's not what I meant. Like it's not a literal bowing down of anything. Yeah. But it's it's allowing the energy to flow. Yeah. So if you if you and and so okay so I guess I'll preface this by saying this right. When I say man and woman right. Yeah. The reason why is because if you look at nature, that's how things are brought up. Oh yeah no no you know, no definitely it's a it's a and in, in, fucking in, in, a dimorphous di dimorphic. Fucking my words. Ah. <laughs> right. It's the differences between genders that yeah. we can see and uh, measure in the wild, which we can also see and measure in society and how in humans work. Because at the end of the day, we are just filthy fucking animals. Yeah. But it's just how we are. It's who we are. And it's how we live. And well, see, because that's what I was saying is like, like there, but th- don't get me wrong. Like there, there, there are very much differences my my whole thing is i think i don't i don't fuck i i i I guess (laughs) i guess it's weird to define masculine and feminine energy because like it's just kind of like a a odd subject you know like finding a solid what is masculine is weird because some people are gonna be like yeah you know what's more masculine than getting drunk and having fights with your friends that's yeah. true. No, that's and true. And then someone else on the opposite spectrum of masculinity can be like, you know what's really masculine? Having zero weaknesses, opening up to your loved ones and telling them how you feel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's there's many sides to it. It's a, it's a yin-yang thing. You know? And uh, people use the term toxic masculinity. I... I don't like that term, not because it has anything to do against masculinity. No, Trinidad's because you're toxic. That's why you don't like it. That's why you don't like it. Toxic as fuck. I am disgusting. No, I I honestly think it takes away. I I honestly think it takes away like an aspect of like what real toxic behavior is. Mm -hmm. But uh, definitely in like in like the in like the area of what would be considered toxic masculinity, it would be things like violent nature over aggressiveness things like that right mm-hmm. we're splitting this yeah um and, well, uh, yeah go ahead sorry and you know there's toxic femininity too and i think that's part of i i, I think that's why i don't like the idea of like subservientism subservientness ism subservientism my subservience subservience there, there you go. go there you go everyone i like to apologize for my english i used to be a straight a student and then i got into alcohol and drugs <laughs> well, <laughs> I was a I was a I was an A student one year, D student one year. Couldn't figure out what the fuck I wanted, and I feel like I'm like the smartest guy in the room sometimes. And that's why oh, I love dude. hanging out with you because you're really fucking smart. You know what I mean? And don't ever don't ever let your vocabulary, especially like uh, uh, dude, especially vocabulary in general. Man, we're just living in a time where we're lucky enough to be so intelligent that language is so easy for us to communicate that it's almost like a side thing if you're good at it or not you know what i mean like that's crazy you know it's just a side prick fuck but uh as i was saying 
the subservient nature of like a female energy i think is the toxic aspect of what female toxicity would be okay. feminine toxicity mm-hmm. being subservient being weak fear having not even having fear just like letting your fear overwhelm you you know and these are the opposites of like a masculine tox of a toxic masculine trait but i think in every person there's traits of both with mm-hmm. every female there are masculine traits male and feminine and with every male there are feminine traits male and feminine and mm-hmm. the, the the toxic aspect is just the aspect of man there just has to be a better word for toxic because toxic implies that it's like very bad toxic yeah. implies that it's not just bad to you it's bad to everyone around you you know that's what that's what toxicity but, is yeah but not everything that's considered like toxically masculine is that bad or tox- toxically feminine is that bad okay like yeah like like all right yeah maybe maybe you got a lot of pent-up aggression doesn't necessarily mean it's toxic if you're not beating people up probably not that toxic yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. but uh that's how it is with the with the energies you know if you oh see this is the thing because i i always choose my words really like really like proficiently mm-hmm. you know what i mean i said masculine you're energy. very proficient with the english language <laughs> right because that's the only language i learned my dad knows like five languages didn't think to teach me any of them <laughs> besides english you know but uh i i love that man but uh it's funny but uh see i always say masculine and feminine energy and then i talk about what it is to be a man and what it is to be a woman because yeah. those things are separate ah, you see what i'm right. saying yeah so as a man with your masculine energy this is what you should do that's why I say all the time, as a woman, I don't know because yeah. I'm not a woman. But you know, as a man with your masculine energy, and the thing is, if you have too much feminine energy as, you, as a man, yeah. like when I was telling you about the whole male Kegel thing, not, not ejaculating every day and stuff like that, yeah. I noticed whenever I had my feminine energy up yeah. because I depleted all of my testosterone, which is like the precursor for masculine energy, I noticed that I was getting like really bad mood swings. Uh, my testicles hurt a lot. It was almost like cramps. Yeah. <laughs> I was losing muscle mass. Ooh. I was having uh ideas that i wouldn't regularly have because my mind state was changing a little bit and it happened for so long of a process that i noticed that like i would listen to the person i was with more and her energy was so wild and fucking feminine and shit and it didn't match mine yeah you know she was super feminine yeah you know what i mean like really like that's one thing i will give her credit for is like anything that's like woman related dog like she was like let me help you you know what i mean yeah like and i was like bro that's pretty cool you know what i mean like especially at like the age of like 18 or 19 like yeah. that's, that's pretty good i mean you know? what so, is like because I like, because with masculinity, like we can we can try to define it, you know, we can be like, oh, you know, being courageous, being a leader, things like that. You know, traits that are considered masculine, but like, what are traits that are considered feminine? Now, here's the thing about that, and I'll tell you about the energy first before I tell you about the traits. Go. Masculine energy. Yeah. In my opinion, because there is no evident truth, masculinity is a precursor for creation, and feminine energy is creation. You see what I'm saying? On a basic predecessor, yeah. masculine energy is the spark, and feminine energy is sort of like the bang. Yeah, it's the fire. Exactly. And so we're like the oxygen that makes the fire go. Yeah. Right? And there's, a, there's gasoline we are, we there. We are the chemical reaction, and women themselves are the fire. Well, not just women, just feminine energy. Feminine see, that's, energy. That's, that's why right, I always right. try to pick feminine my words. Feminine energy. You're right. 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 So, masculine energy is the spark. Feminine energy is the fire. Right. And so for, for traits, for men, yeah. women, what I've noticed is with women, their bodies know have you noticed that especially with men too men their bodies you look at a guy he's big he's ripped he's it's like masculine but it's a masculine. lot of those guys 
very feminine. If you think about it, they're all about themselves. They're doing that. A lot of masculine guys you see are guys who are really, really muscular. Maybe got a beer belly on them, you know, a little bit and stuff like that. But they got like their beard, their hair all done nice. They're wearing certain clothes and stuff like that. Like that's very masculine about that. That that approach that you have physically. Yeah. That's that's the first trait I think is very masculine or feminine. Now the second one, intelligence wise. Intelligence. Women are very good at society and interconnecting things, right? <laughs> they are. Yeah, no, no. No matter no. what, no matter what anybody can say, I'm sorry if you get offended at me saying this, guys. Um, but at an energy point for women, we've definitely built society around making things easier for people. And now you guys have like a lot of feminine products, hygiene products, you know, uh, makeup. You know, things like that that, like, really, like, guys don't have. We don't have those options. We don't do those kinds of things. Even though men can totally wear makeup and use feminine hygiene products if they want. It's kind of useless for us. You I know mean, what I mean? But there's nothing in society that really doesn't benefit women, in all honesty. Right? Like, 100%. Yeah. It really doesn't. And and we do that. We did that as men way back in the day because we were like, yo, you give life. We appreciate you. I, And see, that's where the feminine energy thing comes in. I bow down to you. I'll let you take over. Yeah. Really, the wife is in control of the family. Oh yeah, that's dude. One hundred percent. And nah, dude, that that's why. Uh, that's why many people. I, I, you already know. I don't believe in the God. But there, there, there's many growing ideas that's like, yes, God is a woman because only women can create life, and it's like, yeah, only women can create life, which is probably the most badass thing you can do as a woman. Like, no, okay. There's, there's way more badass things you can do than have a baby, but. Having a baby is pretty badass. No, you're bro. shaking your head and you're saying no, but there's some pretty badass things you can do that are more badass than having a child. No, see, here's the thing that I will say, though, and this is the reason why you I... ride a motorcycle through a fucking hoop of fire? I haven't, but whoever has is a badass, and that's pretty much... I would say that's more badass than having a kid. No, you know, you know what I'll say about that, in all honesty? It's like, I love, I love that, dude. That's great. I fucking... You know what I mean? <laughs> I love that, dude. Like, that's so great. But see, you right there, I can tell you're not an adrenaline junkie. I am not. You know what I mean? Me going through a ring of fire, that's me trying to show off or impress people or something like that. You know what's really badass? <laughs> Sitting there being like, for nine months, I'm going to fucking create this thing. Cell by cell. Oof. I mean, Absolutely. we have no saying that. We can't do that. Well, no, I'm not saying I do it, but I'm just saying, like, as, as a woman, like, that's fucking yeah. crazy. And that's, no, what that, that's, what, that's what that is. Dude, that's so badass to me. Like, bro, if you and I weren't birthed by a woman, we wouldn't be here. Oh, dude, my mother fucking... <laughs> Anyone who can hold a child inside them for nine months is already just It's impressive badass. as fuck. Yeah, well, fuck yeah, that's impressive as fuck. And especially the woman that, you know, I like... And I, then having to raise that piece of shit, it's like, fuck. <laughs> well, no, no, okay, no, that's no, no. That's why I feel bad for my mom. <laughs> no, no, no. She, Trinidad, she, Trinidad, no. she had me in her tum-tum for nine months. I come out, and 20 years later, she's like, man, this kid's a fucking disappointment. <laughs> no, no, you don't, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't ever do that to yourself, Trinidad. <laughs> Now, monetarily, uh, monetarily, us in Stockton, California, we're not that good, right? Monetarily, for the average human being in Stockton, California, we're not that good. But what I do love about Stockton, what I've noticed a lot about, we're very fucking mentally and spiritually connected because we have it so fucking weird here. Stockton is this beautiful melting pot. Yeah. Like, it's, it's one of the most diverse cities in America. Yeah, no, and, like, it's diverse not just in, like, race, but in also in economic, uh, what's it called? Stability and classes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, no, like, if you go, if you drive a straight line through Stockton, you're going to make it through a ghetto. You're going to make it through, like, some sort of, like, shopping district, and then you're going to make it to the upper class. Mm-hmm. And everything in between will be in between. Stockton has this large economic fucking state of just people 
you know? And it's divided by sections, essentially. We got the east, the south, the west, and then the north to, you know, up north, everyone has money. Down south, everyone's a little more broke. Right. And actually, no, I I wouldn't say that, actually. No, 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 that's not true. Because I've been learning about money. All right. Money moves. Just like energy does. Money is a type of energy. And a lot of people who are very rich stay up north so they can go south whenever they need to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people that we have that are south... They they, they they live in a place that's a lot more uh, um, I wouldn't want to say shallow That's a really bad word But um, like monetarily wise I guess I would say shallow They're very about the day You know what I mean? In the south Because the yeah. days are so hot And everything like that And you're, you're, you're loving life Like there's skin everywhere There's you know <laughs> People are smoking weed And drinking Ah the life Doing the drugs the And there's strippers more in the south Than there are anywhere else You go to the north brother Ain't that many strippers You know why? You know, heating's expensive, dog. Well, I meant just in Stockton. No, but this is what I'll say, though. See, even in Stockton, because every every city has its own north and south. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no matter what, and no matter how far north you go, it changes the dynamic of it, because their south is more north than us. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's funny to think about that. It sounds like a weird way to say it, but, you know, that's the reason why I love talking to people, so I can express my way of kind of, you know, appreciating. And with that southern sort of idea and that northern idea, that's how we have a lot of, like, gang mentality. Yeah. That's how we have a lot of that stuff. If you really think about it, you I break mean, down the division of it. And, I mean... And when we divide each other... My bad. Uh, as... Ah, dude. Because, like, if, if we're going to talk about gangs, there's a lot more nuance to it. Especially well, yeah. once you start thinking about the history of many gangs. Like, the Bloods and the Crips, they were at... They started off as local militias meant to protect their local neighborhood. Which isn't a bad thing. No, no, not at all. You know, I don't think that's are- that's how that's how most gangs start. Uh, they're just essentially local militia that end up growing to be slightly problematic due to the fact that they have to sustain and maintain themselves, and in a system where your local <laughs> your local militia doesn't really have that many nonprofit organizations that are willing to help it, how you end up sustaining and maintaining yourself is through what the selling of drugs. Uh, Illegal paraphernalia, guns, things like that. Violence, essentially. Well, I mean, I guess you're, I guess you're sugarcoating it a little bit if you really want to say it or whatever and stuff like that. But I will say it like this: I'm not sugarcoating. I'm trying to think of it in a way of I, I, I'm trying to because it, it, it's a long way down. I'm not sugarcoating it because in the beginning, think about it. If you're starting off this local militia, right, and your entire your entire idea is all right. Well, we need to protect our neighborhood. We need to protect our family, our neighbors, our loved ones right and you need to get money you're not really thinking of it as in like a criminal organization at the time you're just thinking about it as how can we raise money mm-hmm. you know and it's not some fucking high school bullshit where you can just make a bake sale you can't just wash cars now what's going to actually make you money you sell some drugs you sell some guns in the moment it's definitely for something greater so i i'm not i'm not sugarcoating it i'm just saying that like at the time it was slightly different. Now, when we think about it, it's like, oh, yeah, gang violence. Well, it's just violence to keep territory, which is honestly stupid in my personal opinion. I guess I guess I could say I don't that. care who I offend with that one. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, the no, war no. for territory is dumb. Fucking yeah. coexist. That's very true. I, <clears throat> and that's, that's what, that's what, I, that's what I, I, I think I, I wanted more from you. You know what I mean? So that way I got, I got your idea. Because what, what I meant is like you were like stepping over your own self. No, no, and, no. And I, I, want you, I want you to be more open about it. Yeah. Okay. No, the the yeah. War, for, war for territory is definitely stupid. Now, here's the thing that I'll say. You know, it's really funny about gangs, right? Mm. And people don't ever think about this. Gangs always come from not necessarily a place, 
to where people are impoverished, but they have a certain mentality to where they know that they need to look out for each other. Yeah. Now. It, it comes from a, it, it comes from the systemic idea of a family. Exactly. And especially, in, especially in a lot of gangs, you have people who don't have like a, what do you call it? Nuclear family, a mother, a father, you know, a dog in a beautiful house. It's usually people who it's like raised by just their mom or raised by just their dad in an impoverished area. And they gotta they gotta make do with what they got, and all of a sudden you're brought into this family system, and it comes with the same moral high ground that a family does, where you live and protect your family. And and what I think what's cool about that, right, is a lot of times gangs aren't bad, criminals are bad. That's the thing that people don't understand. And in gangs, you have criminals for that option. Yeah. A lot of gangs honestly are just businessmen. I could totally. People always make the joke all the time, and I make the joke too. I could totally start a cult with my confidence, right? Cults of personality isn't yeah. that hard to start. I mean, and look at Scientology. Exactly, and like little things like that. Scientology is a gang, if you really think about it. Cults gonna, are just a gang. <laughs> like we're gonna have Scientology against us now. Yeah. Well, a uh, any Scientologist, you know, I'm sorry. If you want to come over to the to the to the park with me and tell me about anything. Go ahead. I'll, that, I, I'll, that would you, be a, I'll let you speak freely. I would love I would to love be a, that. Yeah, I, I would, would love that. to be a part of that episode. If there's any Scientologists out there right now mm-hmm. who would love to be a part of a podcast, we would gladly love to have you on here. Honestly, that would be really cool. Also, that idea sticks out to what are, what are some other niche ideas? Furries. If anyone wants to come on here and you're a furry, right? Fucking let us know about that furry lifestyle. Tell us about it. Also, if you show up, please bring a furry suit because I would like to, like, you know, Pet hang you. out with you for, like, a day and wear it. And then you be on the opposite spectrum so you, so you know how it is. Um, now, <laughs> this that's great. PSA, by the I, way. I hope but, someone shows up. Yeah, I hope someone now. shows like, up. I, I want to I, – I, I imagine they stink. Not Furries? the furry, but the fursuit. <laughs> I I imagine that the inside of a fursuit is just dank as fuck, like horrid. I don't know. When you were in the car with me, did I stink? No, but you weren't in a fursuit. What? No, no, I, I know that. I mean, well, <laughs> but, uh, no, I think it's a... Uh... I mean, you know that. They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> right. For all they know, they feel like, this guy's a furry? Like, yeah. I didn't even know. I mean, no. Ricky's I mean, not a furry, y'all. Yeah, Scorch Camel. Scorch Camel's not a furry. Yeah. I mean, I'd be down. I don't. I, don't I mean, if you if you were a furry, it's got to be a camel. I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't do the dog thing though, or the cat thing, or whatever. You gotta I'm be not, a camel. I'm a camel. Gotta be a camel. <laughs> yeah, I'm a camel. But uh, no, I think kind of kind of noises that a camel make. Fucking yeah. Oh no, I got this. I got this one. <laughs> Dude, camels. Camels are scary, dog. <laughs> camels are scary as fuck. The fuck kind of. <laughs> That's the noise of despair right there. Holy shit. Well, yeah, if you're an animal that literally lives off its own fat in the middle of the hottest place in the goddamn world, you'd be pretty sad, too. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, no, I, I, camels, camels are scary as fuck, dog. There's got to be, like, a philosophical, like, concept of that. Just the concept of being a camel. I an think, animal that's just constantly suffering. That's what, the, that's what the nosh lifestyle is, in all honesty. That's the reason why I made up the word is because... I've actually made the joke all the time, like, you can't see it right now, audience, but, like, I'll show Trinidad, like, I do my little camel face, and I make people laugh with it all the time. Yeah, and people can't do it, but I swear to God, I don't know if it's because I'm Arab or not, or whatever, but, like, really, like, I love camels. Like, there's, like, something that I Dude, feel... Camels are, camels are dope. They're yeah. desert horses, and that is pretty fucking wild. I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of discrediting them. 
You know what they are? Discrediting? Yeah, yeah. Discrediting them. Because horses... Ricky, the hardest place to fucking live is in a desert or in a tundra. No, no, no. no. By calling them horses, I think you're discrediting them a little bit. Camels are smarter. They don't run faster. They run longer. They have humps. They have, like, specialized equipment yeah. in their and body. you know why? Because the desert. Mm-hmm. The moment you add desert to anything, it's not discrediting. It's giving it more credit. I a desert like... horse is the most apex fucking horse there is. Yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that is Who am the I? most... Like, yeah. how, how does this horse survive? It's like, fuck, if we know, it just walks along the desert, surviving off of its own fat until it can find another oasis. Like, how do these things mate? Who the fuck knows? Oh, I know how those things mate. I've I, actually, I mean, penis. I've seen, no, I've seen, I've seen a documentary <laughs> about it, man. vagina. I've seen a documentary about it, man, and, like, camels go hard. They're, like, biting and nipping each other. You know what I mean? (laughs) Those noises come out and shit. Camels go hard. But, like, it's, like, sexual noises instead of them just doing their regular noise. But, you know, (laughs) and then, yeah, they're, like, they're, like, they're, like, they're clawing at each other. Oh, sorry. They're, like, clawing at each other and everything. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, bro. I feel like, you know, I like, I love Diogenes. Diogenes is a philosopher that I love very much. Oh, Diogenes is a great philosopher. And he's right about dogs. But I feel like, I feel like. I feel like if you take that point in an omnistic idea, which omnistic means everything. Yeah, no, I know. All animals yeah. are good to, to appreciate and to sort of bring into your life. He valued dogs. I value camels. I value spiders. I value, like, I have an interesting mix of animals that I think meld together to make the spirit animal of the scorch camel, the Ricky Abbey Alley. The, the Ricky you know, Abbey Alley. The, the, the fucking, the guy that you appear as because we're all part of the same thing. That's my yeah. philosophy of it. And when I take certain aspects of what my role here is cop, cop, cop. to do that, it'd be, it'd be the best thing ever. And that's the reason why I love it the most is because when you take that aspect of those multiple animals that you take into, yeah. you're always going to be able to find something that's your own niche. Yeah. And nature teaches you that. That's where, that's why, that's yeah. why I was saying with the whole masculine and feminine thing, like that's why I say energies. And then I feel like male and female is different because mother nature is a very feminine energy. It's all creation. You know yeah. what I mean? And then change. Change about it, though. Like that spark. Yeah. That's, that's, the, male that's, that's the masculine all part right. of it. And you know what I mean? And like, what I like about that, like, oh, so we totally have been like, what, like 42 minutes in and we haven't talked about this at all. Now I feel like here's a good thing. Now see. Are we finally getting into pegging? Exactly. Now see, preface to everything we said, camels are great, everything like that. We're getting into pegging. Camels are to, great. Women are great. Giving birth is metal. Right, <laughs> getting birth is metal as fuck. All right, let me kill Mr. Thousand Bitches. Let's fucking go. Hold on a second. But, and I will say this. Now, the spark of creation that's really, really cool that we have is allowing women to be put into a role to where they can feel what it's like to have a fucking spark. Yeah. And, like, you know, and it's funny to think about this because sexual energy is a real thing. Pegging is a real fucking masculine thing. Hell yeah, dog. no, dude. Pegging? Pegging is masculine as All spark. right. Yeah. There's nothing more masculine than being able to get pegged. That's you know, I've and never, there's nothing more masculine than being a woman pegging someone. Have you? Have that you ever, is that is role reversal at its fucking finest. Yeah. And you know what? It's fun for the everyone. Your your prostate's up there, one. So even if you're not gay, your prostate is up your ass. And you know what? If God didn't want you to do butt stuff, he wouldn't have put it up there. <laughs> All right. The G spot is up my anus, and if God did not want me to experiment with that, he would have put it somewhere more. Easily accessible, but he did it. Thirty minutes ago, Trinidad did not believe inside God. Now, <laughs> now when you put a rubber dick inside his ass, God would have You'll wanted his prostate to make him feel that God. way. God, <laughs> it's fucking some nine-inch nails, fucking way. She bring me closer to God and shit. Um, yeah, what I what I really like about it 
I've never done it before, but as just like a sort of. Like right, have a, you ever have you ever stuck anything up your ass? Yes, a, like I think it was like a fucking. I'm gonna be 100 honest with you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is this is so crazy. I told you I was working on my emotions and shit, and just being honest about it. I think I shoved like a pencil up there one time, and I was like fucking like a teenager or something. You know what I mean? Just kind of, you know, just, just curiosity. To, yeah, just had a pure curiosity, and like I think I liked it. I don't remember. I don't remember if I did or not. But like you know, I've always I've always been like the kind of person that's like, man, you know, a chick really's got to love you a lot if she pees in your butt. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, I you know remember mean? that conversation. Yeah. You remember that conversation? You pee in your butt. Yeah, and that's, you know, it's not love unless I can pee in your butt. Right, exactly. It's not love until I can pee in your butt. And you know what? I'll be one hundred honest with you. Just as a person who's like open enough about my sexuality now and stuff like that, and like, oh, I love you, dude, because you're fucking so open about your sexuality oh, too. Oh, dude, I'm open about everything. Yeah. and like, yeah, I feel like I feel like, in all honesty, like I'd be down to try things with somebody that I actually cared about. You know what I mean? Like that's oh, the big fair. thing about no, it. No, I mean, all right, that that's that's a that's a big thing about trying anything sexually. I think you have to definitely be with someone you're comfortable with because uh, I I have this philosophy where like a, a, a lot of people build up walls, right? That's that's how they see themselves as strong. They got these walls built up and nothing can hurt them and no one can get inside. I am the exact opposite. I have no walls. I tore these down. I am a fleshy lump. And everyone can see me for what I am. And I will never hide from the fact of what I am. You know, I'll let everyone know the kind of person I am. I don't... You already know me. I, I, I don't hide from my own genuine self. Yeah. And... I think that makes me stronger at the end of the day. But, uh, man, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> well, okay, so here's, here's what I'll what say about I, it. Fuck, what was I saying? Give me a second. Here's what I'll say. And, yeah, if you are giving your genuine self and stuff like that, I feel like uh, the idea of, like, pegging and, like, almost, like, like I said, like, bowing down to the energy. No, wait, wait, that's, that's what I was saying. Okay. Uh, when you're the most genuine self, that, that's still in a very open setting, mm -hmm. right? Now, when you're becoming intimate with someone, that's that's being open to a whole new level because now you're being intimate, mm -hmm. right? You can't just be intimate with anybody. You can have sex with anyone, but you can't really just be intimate with anyone, you know? And I'd say that that's kind of a fact because if you just, you know, meet a girl, take her to your house, and then, you know, you turn the light on and you're like, all right, so I'm really into cock and ball torture, you're probably going to freak her out a little bit, right? Unless she's down. And Unless she's normal. down. Unless she's and then, into you know it too, what? you know? You're going to have a fun-ass night and yeah, you probably yeah. made a friend for life. But <laughs> in most cases, you're going to freak someone out. The same thing goes for like bondage or Peggy. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly something you can have with just any random person. I, I feel like that's, that's a little more intimate and that's something that you kind of have to, you know, ease into with the right people. And then, but... Pegging is definitely a masculine energy. I am waiting to find a fucking girl who's going to bend me down and fucking take me from behind. That is that is goals right there. Ladies, I am single. Fucking, if you are willing to do that, let's go. Hit me up. <laughs> Not, we're on the Nosh Posh. This is Trinidad Carmona, Tequila Sunrise. Instagram, the underscore Berman underscore. Fucking hit me up. <laughs> Pimp your shit, dog. You know you're good pimp to go. Pimp my shit. Pimp my shit. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna find myself a significant other using this. I feel like you know that's where that's where I sort of learned about it. I was like really thinking about it. You know what I mean and stuff and like, man, like yeah, like I would totally love to like you know have like an extra connection and stuff like that about it because I feel like yeah, like I want somebody who I can like totally fucking almost like just have somebody just who's just real as fuck who can match the same wave wavelength as me. Right. You know what I mean right? and like. That's where I feel like that's where I feel like marriage is really beautiful because 
in all honesty, like, I feel like marriage gets a bad stigma, especially with this whole, like, Jada and Will fucking entanglement bullshit. And then, <laughs> and then, and then the whole, about that. and then the whole, oh, uh, I remember this World War II veteran and his wife fucking cheated on him 60 years ago and he barely found out now and he died of a heart attack. I'm like, yeah, bro, that shit sucks. You know what's really cool about it? I'll tell you this thing right now. And I'll look at you dead in the face, your dad, and tell you 100%. Go. If I love somebody enough, I'll totally let them fuck somebody else. But I need to have something too. Sometimes I cannot do that. Sometimes, sometimes you got to be like, you know, I cannot do maybe, that. Maybe, maybe I need to, maybe I need to figure out what's going on. If somebody actually does love you, like, but yeah, they, it has to be on the same wavelength as me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you really like, if they, if they're good yeah. for you and stuff like that. Oh, Ricky, I love you, and you can fuck whoever you want. <laughs> this is what if this is the if this is what you're trying to put on me. Just let, I'm letting you know right now, I love you to death, Trinidad. You can, you can definitely you can fuck, fuck whoever anyone. you want. Yeah, you can Thank definitely you. fuck whoever you want too, Trinidad. Thank you. But like, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like, <laughs> and like, I'll, I'll build up to that at a certain point. You know what I mean? Because yeah. right now, I would rather have that time where it's like I would like to know somebody's body and their mind and their connection and us fucking become millionaires together and boss up real quick and everything. And then maybe I won't want anybody else. But if you're 24, 25, you're almost not even 30 yet. You've never had threesomes and stuff like that. Like the last, last, last woman I was with, she wanted a threesome with two guys, and like I wasn't like fucking honestly like you know open enough to say that. But also it was the wrong person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh bro, I'll, like and like 100% honest with you, if it was like if it was like somebody who I was like, really cool with and stuff like that, and you yeah. just wanted to show my lady hella love, I'd probably do that with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like 100%. You know what I mean? I remember is that, that, is that Rick. If you ever want to have a devil's three-way, man, I'm right here. And like no, see, I feel I feel like it's bad about it. We shouldn't even put that stigma on there because we call it the devil's threesome, and it's really fun and it's really nice to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> and stuff like that. It's just two swords stabbing somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like little things like that, but in all honesty, it's like all love, like you know what I mean. And it then, is. and then because we have a stigma as men, a lot of times we're like, you know, especially with pegging and stuff like that, we're like, oh well, it's fine if you want to fuck a chick around me too, but if if I want another homie in there, like that's wrong. I'm like, no, that isn't. Like that's yeah. all. That's that's you being a little selfish. In all honesty, like if she wants two dicks in her bro or whatever and stuff like that, but to have that connection maybe with you, maybe it is selfish. Maybe I'm selfish. I don't know. You it's know, a and, personal one. No, no, <laughs> and not, and not telling like, you selfish at all. I you know? like I don't know with with with, with like marriage with commitment. See, I. I think commitment is like the easiest thing in the world. A lot of people have a fear of commitment. I honestly don't think it's that bad. I, I just don't think it's that bad. Like, all How right. long have you been committed for, though? Hmm? How long have you ever been committed Oh, dude, for? I've been committed to myself for at least 24 years now. Mm, no, no, no. Committed to somebody else, dog. Well, no one will let me have that commitment. You know why? Because <laughs> they're afraid of commitment. Because you're so about your commitment that they have a fear of commitment and they stay the fuck away from you. <laughs> probably. I don't doubt that. You know, I, re I really think that's true. I have that Because, like, problem. man, I love fast and I love hard. I'll meet a girl and I'll know I love them. Mm, that I'm in me. love right now and I fucking hate it. That reminds me. I, I, was, about, I was about to say that earlier. Uh, I feel like men are expendable. In oh, nature, definitely. Definitely. You know? And women aren't because they give life. And we, I mean, we hold life, but we also don't. There's, there's a lot of us. You know what I mean? There's a lot of men. Yeah. Nah, but I, I love fast and I love hard and that is an issue I have, but uh, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm in love right now. Shit, it's the worst fucking feeling in the world, mm -hmm. especially because I'm like, marry me. I will fucking be here for you, and they don't know. <laughs> I mean, you should definitely tell them. How how do I tell them? What what do I like? Hey, I know we don't really talk that much right now. I know that things are kind of weird, but like, I love you. No, 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 like this. Okay, like, so. Ricky, you know I am the most genuine person I yes, can try definitely. to be, and even I know that's a bad idea. No, 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 if, I'll tell you like this. If they show what you can give right back at you, like 50-50, at that moment right there that you see it, that's when you should tell them. Well, yeah, but that, that takes so, time. 
Well, listen, listen to what I say, Trinidad. You know, if you if you really feel that way, then that's a, that's a good way to say, hey, maybe I need to learn to be patient, to wait for the things to happen. Because like you were talking about like the whole like, uh, oh, I forgot what you were saying a little bit earlier about like, uh, oh, like fucking like you know a bunch of chicks and stuff like that and everything yeah. like that. And you can't always fuck who you want. Yeah. You totally can. You're thinking about it on a hey, I'm 24. You're not worried about when you're 46. Uh, I'm not trying to live to 25, Ricky. When you when you're 46, dog. <laughs> when you're 46. And the people who wouldn't fuck you when you're 24 come back over to you, you'll be like, man, I really can't fuck whoever I want. And it's the passage of time <laughs> that dictates. And that's what people don't think about is time always passes. Time always comes through. So maybe, and I have this problem too, because I'm very impatient. I love really hard too and stuff like that. Like I've already, well, I went on my like my first real date and we yeah. were already talking about like how cool it would be to marry, you know, be married and stuff like that and live together and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I've also known her for like two years. So that's a little bit of the difference. Once you have that time passage that happens and stuff like that, yeah. and you realize no matter what, I've never had a romantic relationship with you, Trinidad, but I've always had a relationship with you. How many times have I never been around with you for months? Yeah. But as soon as we come back, we click back up. Exactly. You need to treat women that exact same way because that's fair. That's equality. No, of that's course. It. And so when it comes to the whole love thing, bro, like, of course. of course I love you. You know what I mean? I would never, I would never fucking have oh, a point. Oh, Ricky, that's why I'm not fucking annoying her right now because I know it's can't do that as someone well you can't you can't say that you can't say that's annoying either because it's just your feeling no you know I mean? yeah, yeah but that's annoying it, ricky if tomorrow some random girl hit me up and she was like i love you i'd be like you're fucking crazy well i'd ask her i'd be like why do you love me i'd ask her questions don't don't just say don't say you're fucking crazy <laughs> i don't know because that's how i am elements of chaos dog we are all oh, we are all elements of ricky, chaos i am a magnet for chaos <laughs> yeah. you you you've hung around me enough mm -hmm. to know i am a magnet for chaos <laughs> random people know me random people do things and is what it is mm -hmm. but uh love is a confusing thing definitely 100 <laughs> percent. i mean and, and and the thing i always think about it too like i was telling Corey about a lot mm -hmm. is i always tell him i was like love oh i've said this to a lot of people actually i can't just say Corey. love isn't a hallmark card thing it's a gift that the universe gives you it's something oh, that you can uh, love it's something that you feel yeah no dude love is undescribable and when you love something it's an emotion when you love something the reason why is because you radiate love. You can't give anything else besides love. You're, the universe literally was like, here you go, bud. Here's a cool gift. And you're like, boom, <laughs> watch me shine. Look at my shit. And bro, I swear to God, there are a lot of people. I see it now. I see it now. There are a lot of people who I know love me. Like, they fall in love with me. Yeah. They could have a man, a woman, dude. You know, uh, they could be whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. my dog, my dog fucking loves me. There are uh, dogs who I know. Boy? Yeah. Pitboy's a good boy. There, there Get are over here, Pitboy. Let me give you some love. <laughs> Yeah, shouts out to the pit boy keeping me sane at all times. I can tell, I can tell when things love me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I know that feeling. Yeah. And it's it could be it could be whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to kind of discredit people when he, when you're falling in love so fast and somebody's like I love you, you could have known them for years. You would have never known. They're like they hit you up randomly. I love you. You'd have been like who the fuck do you think you are? But they've known you for like three years. They've hung out with you. They've done all these kinds of things. You know what I mean? Like it's weird to think about. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff right there. And like that's a cool thing about like about like being masculine as like a man. Yeah. Is with us, we don't have a fealty of oh we we like necessarily like have a certain amount of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the cool thing about a spark of creation is it's always there. It's always ready to be lit up. Yeah. Creation takes something. Man, see now I'm gonna text that girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Do your thing, you know what I mean? 
hope she never reads or uh, hears this podcast. <laughs> oh, if, even if she does hear it, bro, it's good to go. You know what I mean? I mean, fuck and you it. just open yourself enough. Yep, so, is there any it. last requests that you would like to talk about first? Because last we're about to end this now. Because this has been great. This has been wonderful. It's been a hell of a time. Last request. I guess we should get some more beer. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then uh, no, but I mean, like, what do you what do you want to say to the to the audience? What do I want to say to the audience? Keep it nice uh, and short. <clears throat> nice and short uh thank you for listening honestly thank you so much for listening we're trying to make this happen uh <laughs> i hope this happens thank you all i i guess that's all just some love praise and thanks and who is this man this has been the nosh posh this has been tequila wolf tequila sunrise tequila you doing, sunrise you're doing tequila wolf tequila oh, sunrise <laughs> that's a one piece reference right there <laughs> fucking play one uh, no one piece uh, tequila Sunrise and the Scorched Llama. Scorched Camel. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it has been so nice having this almost an hour with you. This has been the first episode of the Nosh Posh, a wonderful, magical hour of your life, hopefully. This is Scorched Camel with my wonderful guest, Trinidad Carmona, a.k.a. Tequila Sunrise. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Remember, you're loved, you're wanted, you're desired. You are enough, and I hope you tune in next time. Have have a, a, hope you all have a beautiful day and a sunny night. <laughs> have a good day, good night, good evening, and good afternoon. Signing off, Scorch Camel here.